without Tomas Hurdle, Longator, Alexander Barabanov, and all the rest of them, the Sharks grind out a two to one victory over the Washington Capitals. We'll talk about that uh, if it's sustainable and get caught up on the latest Sharks news. So, all that and more on today's episode. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked On Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Sharks your first listen. Proudly part of the Locked On Network, we cover your team every day. Uh, and if you want to be an everyday, all you got to do is just follow on wherever you get podcasts, or you can subscribe on YouTube as well. If you're on Apple listening, uh, take two seconds, leave a nice review. Haven't gotten a good review in a while. There's haven't gotten a review in a while, to be honest. So um, that would be much appreciated. If you're watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed yet, now is the perfect time to subscribe because um, we have plenty of good stuff coming on here at Locked on Sharks. So uh, the Sharks grind out a two-to-one win over the Caps. That's the best way to put this game because this game was a physical physical grindy out type of game um and mackenzie blackwood continues to do mackenzie blackwood things um as he has been stellar all season and he continues to be stellar tonight so we're going to discuss uh the sharks win what the big kind of takeaways from it uh look at the lines look at kind of the defensive pairings and then kind of figure out what if this is sustainable for the road trip um as the sharks face a a long east coast road trip against some big quality teams uh, and see if they can continue to kind of maybe stack some momentum going forward. So before we get to all that, do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you guys by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app, use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL to get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So two to one win. Um, you're down Tomas Hurdle who was uh, out, they said our practice was out um, due to a mid-body injury. Uh, it's supposed to be day-to-day. Hopefully he's he's ready for Thursday's road trip uh, when they play the Bruins. Um, the Sharks signed Justin Bailey, uh, who was, if you wait, remember, preseason he was a PTO tryout. Ended up signing an AHL-only deal with the Barracuda. Um, has been arguably one of the best players on uh you could say the best player on on the barracuda this season leading the barracuda in points um sign him to an nhl deal today um so just quick reminder um so yes he's on the the bear or he's on the sharks justin bailey will have to clear waivers to go back to the barracuda even though he's on a two-way deal that just kind of finagles the money around for him to where he gets i think he gets paid a little bit more um in the ahl but he will still need to clear waivers um when when and if that time comes i assume that time will probably come at some point um but uh, and then uh, Phil Zadina placed on IR as well. So uh, a lot of moving pieces here for the Sharks as they continue. They now have five five players on IR right now, uh, which has kind of been the story of the season, right? It's just this team has not been fully healthy this year. But um, 
to their credit, they gr- they they it was a grind of a win tonight. Um, to their credit, and you know, going into this game, you kind of you know if you if you watch my preview thing, it was I said the special teams are going to have to continue to build. Um, Sharks got a power play goal late in the third period on a questionable call. I felt like it. Um, was it really a high stick? Was a a follow through? But you know, sometimes the way that's the way the puck bounces for you. Um, it's not like the Sharks haven't had questionable calls go against them. It's just that this stuff will even out, right? Um, Sharks get on go on a power play. They take advantage uh, thanks to Justin Bailey's great work. And Justin Bailey was noticeable every time he was on the ice side. And if you watched any Barracuda games, you know uh, what Justin Bailey does. He's very fast. He's strong powerful uh big boy right at six foot four but he is super fast and you notice him every time he was on the ice tonight um but great board work by him to win the puck through two guys kind of find some space and then luke kind of reading off of him especially again like the guys practice much to get they probably practice a little bit in the preseason but luke kind of was still kind of working his way back from from an injury so that, that's just kind of hockey instinct there that those two guys were able to read off there and luke Cunning uh drills a shot when he needed to uh to kind of win the game but i mean this game though was was all about the physicality and just hit after hit after hit um you know tom wilson kind of setting the foundation as tom wilson does with the hit on kellen addison that knocked addison out for a couple shifts um but the sharks responded nikito hochuk uh physical kyle burrows both those guys laying dudes out tonight and this was a very even mikhail granlin uh hitting ovechkin like um and ovechkin very physical player himself uh for guys scores a bajillion goals he also has a bajillion hits and um this was a just a physical grinded out type of game and you can do that when you have Mackenzie blackwood playing the way Mackenzie blackwood's playing right now and he has been absolutely stellar all season i've said it before i'll continue to say it again he has been amazing for the sharks this year and he's they they found this kind of bit of a recipe for success right now. Well, and we will talk about how sustainable it is going forward, uh, especially on this road trip. But the Sharks have been five one and one at home in their last seven games. Like, remember this team won eight games last year uh, in totality at home. They've won five one and one, and they could have won the Montreal game. Um, they had a lead in that game and blew a lead there. Uh, like this team has been able to kind of to find some something that's working at home uh despite also having two games where they gave up 10 goals earlier this, uh this month but um yeah it's it's not the prettiest hockey it's it's downright ugly at times but it's working right now um and hats off to these guys who again we asked just to play competent hockey at times for good chunks and um Sharks have kind of, you know, they come out, they they play hard the first period, and it's been kind of, they get a lead, and it's basically like, can we hold on for a good chunk of the game? And uh, it's worked the past couple of games for them, and um, they've taken advantage of opportunities. Like we said, the, the special teams have been better. Uh, the power, the Power play was was a um, little funky tonight, especially with Addison kind of missing the first one. Um, but again, they scored. Uh, when they needed to, um, and then the penalty kills been better. They got a little lucky tonight again. The Caps power play. I, I, I think I saw they've gone a, a solid hour uh, without scoring a goal, which is insane. Um, 
if you think about a, a solid hour uh, without scoring a goal. Um, but they got a couple hit a couple posts, got a little bit, and that's what you need. You need a little bit of puck luck um, to go your way. So the Sharks have, yeah, they're they're a very grindy, ugly team right now. Uh, but they're kind of finding a way to, to at least keep things competitive, uh, which is better than what we saw, you know, three weeks ago at, at this time. We were, you know, and even against the Kraken um, when they got absent, that stuff's still going to happen, right? That we know this team is just a talent poor team, right? Especially when you're running out a top line of William Eklund, Luke Cundin, and Mike Hoffman as your as your first line. Um, his team is very talent poor at the moment, but they're playing hard. Um, and credit to to David Quinn, who's kind of hung in there. And you know, I, I've definitely said my piece about David Quinn, but um, this team has responded recently, right? And can you continue to respond? And they played some good teams, right? Um, the Capitals have won, you know, they won six out of seven or something like that recently. The the Canucks are one of the best, you know, best stories of the season. I know they've cooled off here a little bit. Um, like if you can just kind of hang in there and play some some quality hockey, you're not asking for a lot of wins, just just make this team interesting and watchable, and you're continuing to develop your your young pieces. So, um, and you're seeing that. I know Eklund. We'll talk about Eklund here. Didn't have the greatest game, but you know Fabian Zetterlin looks like a brand new player. Another goal for him tonight. It's already has a career high with six goals. Uh, more goals than Timo Meyer. Yes, Timo Meyer has played like seven less games than Fabian Zetterlin, but still, um, you know, Fabian Zetterlin looks like a, a dude. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more about Fabian Zetterlin um, at some point this week, because, you know, um, he's going to be a big piece for the Sharks going forward. So um, before we get into the numbers and we talk about kind of what's sustainable and maybe what's not uh, going against some of these big teams on the East coast, um, just need to take a quick break. Talk to you about our good friends over at Sleeper. Uh, a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Uh, the Sharks could score 50 goals in a season, potentially, maybe. Um, Sharks could definitely be in the running to win uh, the draft lottery, and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is the number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you got to do is just pick either some of your favorite players or some of your favorite stars. If you want to pick like Ovechkin, Crosby, McDavid, McKinnon, or if you want to pick Tomas Hurdle, Slippery Pete, Mackenzie Blackwood, um, and record more or less than their sleeper projection for things like skulls, assists, saves, plus or minus or more in a given game. So to win a hundred times uh, your bet on sleeper, all you got to do is just correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me sharks fans. You can win a hundred times your money playing daily fancy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks. So you can start winning big use promo code locked on NHL to get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, so let's dig into the numbers. Um, I love natural stat trick. I love natural stat trick so much. My only only thing with them uh, right now is because they still see Jacob McDonald as a defenseman, so they don't like count his 
playing in the forwards. Maybe I'll, I'll like reach out to them and see if we can get some like help or flexibility to it because it's, it's really kind of messes with the, the numbers a little bit. Um, but the sharks though, in this game, um, kind of like I mentioned, right. They, they kind of got out They were, you know, kind of took it a little bit to the, especially that first period, Kind of took it to the Caps. We're kind of hanging in there in the second period. And then about midway through the second period, the Caps really put put uh, the pedal to the metal. Um, got the tying goal. You can see that tying goal coming because they spent about two minutes straight in the uh, Sharks defensive zone. Um, and then it was kind of even the rest of the game. The Sharks got two power plays, um, but were able like kind of play to the, the Caps to a draw. At 5v5, and then um, great, great effort at the last kind of two minutes or so when the Caps are trying to get uh, Kemper off the ice and just a full court press of like, no, we're not going to let you get out of the zone and try to get the your offense going. Um, kudos to that, because that that's how often do we just see like, right, you kind of give that up, and then next thing you know, like you're you're playing like, two and a half minutes of trying to just hold on for your life sharks. I thought were were pretty smart there and, and put that full core pressure on press on, make them really have to work to get into the zone and, and set things up. But um, we had 40, just about 47 minutes of five V five time capitals outshot the sharks or shot attempts. to the sharks was 44 to 38 um, actual shots was 24 to 17 in favor of the caps. Uh, Corsi for 53.66 to 46.34 um, in favor of the caps. Seven, 24 to 17 scoring chances again in favor of the caps in that third period is where you really saw the, the difference. So it was 13 to six there uh, in favor of the capitals and the other ones were basically a tie, but that, that was the period where the caps again, really kind of put the pressure on the sharks to try to uh, get back into this game. Um, six to five high danger chances in favor of the sharks, uh, 2.21 to 1.31 expected goals for, uh, and the sharks again, come out strong and then just trying to hold on for dear life. So um, the forward line. So we had Eklund Cunning Hoffman as your first line or a line. Uh, Zettel and Granlin Duclair as another line. Um, then you had Giovanni Smith, Ryan Carpenter, Justin Bailey um, as your fourth line. And then Nico Sturm, um, Kevin Le. Bank and Jacob McDonald as your third line, but things got mixed up very quickly. Bailey kind of went from the fourth line to the third line very quickly. And then he played a shift on the top line because uh, Eklund had a bad turnover that, so I guess uh, Eklund needed to sit for a shift or get set down for a shift or whatever. Um, even though the turnover was literally uh, offsides like two seconds later, but um, whatever. None of the four lines look super great, <laughs> um, except for the fourth line with Justin Bailey. But yes, the line's not great tonight when it comes to the uh, to the numbers. So Zelen Grandland Duclair played nine twenty five time on ice. Uh, they had three shot attempts, gave up ten. Uh, three to five actual shots. Expected goals was point two six to point two one. Three to seven. Scoring chances in favor of the Caps. One to one high danger chances and two one five for the zone starts. Eklund Cunningham, 709, one shot attempt, 
nine actual shot attempts gave up zero to four um, shots 0.01 expected goals four to 0.35 zero to three scoring chances and uh, no high danger chances for or gave up two 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 for your zone start so um, yeah that that's not the greatest line right there Um, shows how important Tomas hurdle is and I get the like trying to keep some continuality, especially between Zetterland, Duclair, Anland, and Duclair, which has looked pretty solid recently. Um, but again, right, it, it's uh, Ekman had a very kind of C plus B minus type of game. Uh, we you saw some of the flashes, right? Uh, but you saw it just wasn't his best game, right? And uh, watching it, I, I don't think it was his best game. I, I, we've we've seen better games from Eklund. Um but again, I think that goes back to the point I made yesterday about quality center depth and how it helps, right? And Luke Cunning, God bless his soul, he had a great game. He had, you know, a normal Luke Cunning game, made a great play to score. But um, Luke Cunning's more of a winger and he's more of like a third line type of player, right? And and I know, again, the Sharks are very talent poor. You're missing so much hurdle. You're trying to kind of scramble and, and put things to, to back together right now. And um, this is just guys kind of playing out of their element. And again, you can't ask William Eklund to kind of carry the load on this line, especially because Mike Hoffman's more of a kind of roam. I don't want not roam around, but like kind of roam around and kind of Johnny on the spot type of player. Right. And I, I think Mike Hoffman needs guys like hurdle and Eklund to kind of carry the load to make hype make him look better right um and plenty of guys have made plenty of great careers out of that it kind of reminds me of jeremy ronick at the end of his like especially the sharks days right you just kind of see him roaming around roaming around and then boom he's in the right place at the right time to to score a goal uh or rip on patrick marlowe or do both but um that's just kind of what, what hoffman you know that's that's what he does on that line. That's perfectly fine, especially when you're playing with Eklund and Hurdle. So hopefully Hurdle's back soon. Um, so we don't have to continue to see the Eklund Cunning uh experience for my personal sake. So um then we had Smith Carpenter LeBanc uh played 337, three shots, four, six allowed. Um uh, LeBanc did took a nasty hit at the end of the game and left. And I guess he was back on the bench. So we'll see if he has any ramifications from that. Um, the Sharks are running out of bodies here um, very quickly. So I would not, I'll be interested to see what they do going into this road trip, uh, especially if hurdles, not ready for Thursday. The hope is that hurdles ready for Thursday. Um, you know, they say it's day to day with his, um, but I mean that, that basically you're you're at twelve forwards right now. Um haven't anything on Lindblom. I know Bear Benoff skating. Lint Kotor is supposed to start skating here soon and Phillips Zidina just got placed on on IR and then I guess Jacob McDonald. So you have 13 forwards right now. So I guess that's that's kind of what they're gonna run with right now and hope that uh, hurdle gets back. So um yeah. Uh, let's quickly get into the, we'll look at Mackenzie Blackwood. Um, so yeah, the four lines were, were kind of a mess tonight. So, um, a lot of mixing and matching is trying to piece things together. So, uh, Blackwood, another amazing game. So 34 shots, 33 saves, one goal against, uh, expected goals against in all situations, just 3.51, 971 save percentage, 
nine high danger shots, nine high danger saves, 15 mid danger, um, 14 mid danger saves, and then 10 for 10 on the low danger. And the one that scored bounced off Nikita Hochuk. Nikita Hochuk, uh, two assists tonight, <laughs> one for and one against. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Blackwood continues to be really, really special for the Sharks this year. Um, and that man is getting shelled constantly so uh good good for blackwood so um before we get into kind of what's sustainable going on this road trip uh look at this road trip and kind of you know play a little wins or losses here i just need to take a quick break if you run a small solo business you're an army of one but you still need a CPA, a bookkeeper, separate payroll solution, and more. Let Collective take care of the paperwork while you take care of business. Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs that let you focus on your passion, not your paperwork. So let Collective handle all the paperwork you dread, like corporate formation, compliance, taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, even payroll. And the best part is it's a fraction of the cost of a CPA. So Collective knows that if your business of one makes over 80,000 a year, you will find the most value from their services. Join the thousands of solopreneurs who have saved an average of 10,000 per year on taxes with their structures. So right now, Collective is offering a one-month free uh, with no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. That's a $550 for free when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. That's collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. All right, so before we get to the, I do want to talk a little bit about the defenseman. So, actually, pretty pretty decent night from the defenseman overall. Uh, no Vlasic um, again tonight. So just interesting to see kind of what they're doing there as they continue to kind of weave in some of the young guy, young players. Um, Mario Faro led the Sharks and Corsi for tonight, had 14 shot attempts while he was on the ice, gave up 12, um, 53.85% uh, Corsi for Kalen Addison, uh, nice even f- eight for eight for 50%. Again, did lo- uh, this is all at 5v5, um, did leave the game for a couple shifts uh, after that Tom Wilson hit, uh, which he was not happy about. Still thought it was, I think it was a cleanish hit. Um, but Tom Wilson, you know, benefit of the doubt. What's the benefit? And it was the absolute benefit of the doubt. So that um, Matt Benning, same 11 for 11, Corsi four. Uh, when he was on the ice, Kyle Burroughs, 19 for 23 um, with 45.24. Um, and then Ty Emerson, nine for 12, 42.86. Then Nikita Hochuk, 16 for 20 uh, against 22 for 42.11. So um, not too bad. Nobody got kind of shelled, and you still saw some solid offensive production when those guys were on ice. Um, you know, even – and I think Addison was – you know, I, I like – I like where Addison's game's going. So I, I think he's going to be, you can start to see it with, with him where it's, I think starting to click here. So, um, but let's look at this road trip, right? And this is a, the longest sharks road trip of the season. Um, so they start out Thursday against the <laughs> Bruins 
Friday, so the second game of a back-to-back against the Devils. Sunday against the Rangers. Um, then they play the Islanders, Red Wings, and Golden Knights. So that is between November 30th and December 10th. So that is a long, long road trip um, in there. So we'll start with wins losses. And right now, the only the game I'm kind of circling as a potential is the Islanders game because the Islanders also play a very slow it down type of game. And if maybe your goalie can beat their goalie, they have a great goalie. They have two great goalies. Um, that's the game I'm looking at as your potential win. Um, Cause the Islanders have been kind of mad, but the Bruins have ha- I know they've, they've slumped a little bit here, but um, this is a game that the Bruins are going to, you know, we, we saw what they did to the Sharks earlier this year. Um, and especially if Hurdle's not ready. Yeah. Um, the Devils, second game on a back-to-back, and it's not much travel, but I'm that team, that team needs to start stringing together some wins. And I think they're just way too talented. Same thing with the Rangers. Rangers are very good. I know they lost uh tonight uh to the Sabres. Red Wings are starting to become a bit of a wagon. I know the Golden Knights have struggled recently, but still. Um, and the Sharks have played the Golden Knights pretty tough recently-ish. Um, but still, I'm going to lean the Golden Knights in there. But what's sustainable? And I think the goaltending is sustainable for the Sharks. Um, both Capo Kakinen and Mackenzie Blackwood have played well. Capo Kakinen's put together some good games um, recently, um, especially the win on Saturday night against the Canucks. Um, I, I, the goaltending, I think, is is sustainable right now, and even with the mess in front of them. And the defensive structure has been a lot better recently, and I think that stuff is sustainable um, going forward. And again, this recipe of like get on top and try to kind of hold on. It might work against like a team like the Islanders who are, you know, offensively. We know how the Islanders kind of like to to play this style too. Um, So it could be whoever gets out to lead and kind of tries to park the bus for the next like 40 minutes. Um, There's a chance that that happens. But I think when you start to play some of these more dynamic teams, like the Rangers who can go up and down and score, right? Um, the Red Wings who get same thing, right? They, they have been a scoring machine, especially with Alex Dabrinkit returning to form this season. Um, Vegas, which is a very, very sound defensive team and maybe not as, I don't want to, they're, they're not as offensively dynamic as you would expect for how good they are, but they, they can score, right? I mean, we know they can score. They put up seven against Colorado uh, a couple weeks ago, but like, some of these teams, you might be able to get away with it and squeak out a win, but you worry when you start to play with these these teams that are much more just dynamic offensively. And are you going to get back to the Sharks that we saw earlier this season that just you you get hemmed into your zone and, and you can't get out? Um, I think, though, some of the other stuff, I think the power play – I think that's starting to get sustainable, right? Uh, especially with Kalen Addison back there kind of running it. Uh, again, I don't expect them to, you know, outplay whatever power player, but I, th- this power play is starting to creep towards the middle of the pack, um, which was a far cry from what we saw last year and even the beginning of the season. I think since the addition of Kalen Addison, you've seen the power play improve. And even the penalty kill starting to kind of 
pull itself out of the mud here. So I think the special teams can start to be a bit more sustainable. Uh, we'll see what happens. They, they struggled a little bit against Vancouver, which has a great power play. So I'll be interested to see what happens when they play some of these, like the Rangers who have a good power play or, or the Bruins. Um, see how these power plays can can mess with this penalty kill. Um, but I do think, I think the goaltending is sustainable. I think the Sharks power play is starting to kind of figure things out and could be a sustainable. And if you can continue to squeak out offense from guys like, you know, Mike Hoffman, um, if Anthony Duclair can get back on track, if, you know, Zerli can continue. And if you get Tomas Hurdle back, uh, kind of driving the bus, I think the Sharks will be competitive in these games. And I, I think they finally get their first one on the road. Um, sometime I'm kind of circling, circling the Islanders game um, as the one. But I, I think, though, it's going to be kind of a, a bit more of a cold dose of reality or kind of a splash in the face of what we've seen from the Sharks this year of just you're just not talented enough to kind of compete night in and night out versus some of these. So um, which is if you're team tank like I am, um, this will be good because uh, the the Blackhawks have caught up. We've caught up with the Blackhawks right now, tied 12 points right now. So um, Sharks do have an edge in the point percentage um, slash they've played more games. Um, but the Blackhawks are kind of a mess right now, um, as expected. And there's a bunch of stuff going on. Who knows what's going on with them? And um, they play some Blackhawks here, so they play. They got some, they play Seattle, then they go on a bit of a road trip against Detroit, which has been good. Winnipeg, which has been very good. And then Minnesota, who just fired their coach. And then Nashville, Anaheim, St. Louis. So Blackhawks have some winnable games coming up here. Um, So hopefully a Sharks losing streak. Blackhawks can kind of find their game against some uh these other bottom feeders um and then we can kind of start seeing some separation here uh from the for the tank so um that's going to be it for me today uh make sure you guys are going to check out the locked on sports uh today national channel um 24 7 streaming channel on youtube Locked on Sports today is here for your 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe uh, for the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Um, coming up this week, so tomorrow we've, since we're kind of slightly past the quarter part of the, the we're over the 20 25% we'll kind of dig into some of the numbers behind the sharks kind of look at where where they sit among the NHL and kind of dig into some of the highlights and where maybe what we're expecting a little bit more out of some guys um so we'll do that tomorrow we're also going to do another uh kind of prospect watch so I'll do um probably Will Smith Quentin Musty and maybe Jake Furlong uh, out there in the queue and see what's going on there. So we'll dive into some of the game, their recent game tapes and see how they're playing. Um, give my kind of amateur draft or amateur scouting reports on that. So that'll be uh, probably on Thursday. And then we'll have a Bruins recap for you guys on Friday as well. Uh, so make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts. And of course you can watch on YouTube as well. Um, you can follow the show also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at locked on sharks. You can follow me on Twitter at my fry hole until tomorrow. Bye friends.